the oh late the ladies did not like that line. So, whoa, uh, hello. What, you hear like that? Car? Yeah, if you, yeah. Like, car. are you driving a diesel? What? <laughs> no, no. You're driving a diesel through a tunnel with the wind blowing in your face? <laughs> what the fuck is this? What's up, folks? It's a once-a-month edition of Hitting the High Notes Jazz Talk. It is I am here. You can follow me only on the one Twitter at Superman. That's H-2-U-T-R-A-N Superman. Um, R.I.P. at Jazz High Notes. Uh, I am here. Um, uh, he is driving right now to go protect some princesses at midnight. It is the Barker of Jared's. What's up, my man? What's up, Jared? He's still on mute. He, he, he's driving, so he's he's muted when he talks. Um, he'll pop in here in just a second. Um, uh, so while we wait for the Barkers of Jared's, what about the, the Squatches of Dragons? Uh, getting ready for a big wedding or, or the Royal Rumble? One of those two. It is uh, Logan. What's up, Dragon? Yeah, Jared is just he. Um, I should he, he had to mute himself. He's a little over emotional. Uh, he he was the guy at Maverick that Ryan Scott talked okay. in the Delta Center. He's he's been in tears. He's been a wreck ever since. <laughs> well, so, I, well yeah. shit! I forgot to turn off Wi-Fi. There you go. Jared Jared <laughs> popped in like Jared. Jared missed the whole joke. It's like so. Jared, uh, let's we're gonna rewind. Um, I'll, I'll I'll play Logan. Um, yeah, Jared was the Jared was the emotional because he was the guy crying at the Maverick for the renaming of the Delta Center. So congratulations to Jared, you are famous. Like, and there's so much to talk about because we, we we only record once every like six weeks now. And, Logan, Logan's fake news me again. Oh. <laughs> and <laughs> and like, there's so much to talk about, and like, I, I forgot, I've already forgotten that the Jazz are changing the name back to Delta Center, and what a fiasco this whole thing is. And I get it, people love the name Delta Center. Purple I'm not back. Delta Center is back. Delta goes in half. Delta's back. Hey, thank you for corporate sponsor money. Like, I I know that some people are mad about people saying like, hey, okay, it's corporate sponsor, but we we've talked about this for years on this on this podcast about how I thought it was silly that people are like, oh my God, it's always going to be the Delta Center to me because I used to be one of those people when it was ESA. And then I was like, you know, why do I care who who pays for the just naming rights? And they bring Delta Center back and it, it's, I don't know, like what Logan just said there, like uh, I don't mind them bringing Delta Where did you cry? Yeah, I, I don't mind bringing Delta Center back. Cool. I mean, I, I do get the, the good memories there. Um, it's it's not like the garden, and, you know. It, 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 there's it's, it's not like Mad it's not, it's not like Madison Square Garden or Boston Garden, um, but like, you know. Thing we're not like Portland where we have like the square foot gardening on the top of the roof of the Delta. Yeah, the, the, I mean the Rose Garden. I mean there are some cool names. Uh, the Jazz even has Salt Palace, but like Logan hit the nail on the head. Like oh, people are crying at gas stations going up to Ryan Smith who apparently pumps his own gas out of Maverick. Um, yeah, do we believe that story is true? <laughs> Honestly, that's an incredible story. I had not heard this story. You had so thank you, Logan for that. You wait. Uh, it, was you, in the, it was in the press conference. It was in the press. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, I, I don't. The press conference. Which also led to the eventual downfall of Eric Walden. So. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, uh, then, so I mean, <laughs> that's the thing is that like okay, that, that spiral that Twitter created was incredible. Shout out to Jazz Jargon for causing. Eric Walden's mental breakdown or whatever happened. I don't know what happened. Um, I I just don't understand like. The, the 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 pomps and circumstance all around like okay let's hold the press conference let's bring it back like cool you're bringing the name back guys it's it really isn't that deep 
It oh, just, and they, and they, they, had, they had former jazz players on hand, and like most most of them played at ESA, right? Yeah, like like, like, like Darren, right? Like Darren Williams and all those guys, and um, I was just like, and I was like, like, were they crying in the press conference? Like, I, I need to know who was crying. Everybody no, just didn't care. Ryan Smith. Ryan Smith Did said Ryan that when Smith he heard. Cry? No, he said he was. He said he said when he was getting pumping his gas at Maverick. <laughs> One People of the were coming up to him. Station attendants yeah. came up to him with tears in his eyes. He was so he was so happy they brought back the Delta Center. It's weird. Yeah, Ryan Smith if, is so if, weird. If, if he really wants to do that, he can go ahead and pass him the three hundred million dollars. I'm sure he made on that <laughs> transaction. <laughs> like it's just mean, what, that, that's about what it costs to make, name a stadium, right? Like, like it's some. He should have. He should have promoted that Maverick guy and said, "Hey, look, I'm going to hire you out of obscurity. Yeah. I'm going to have you run the Delta Center. <laughs> like that would have been a more incredible story." Like, I, I don't want to like I, again. Ryan Smith, that, you know, that has poor done some. Guy's probably crying because he's like, "You have billions of dollars, and I have this this job working at a convenience store." <laughs> like R- Ryan Smith has, has done some good stuff for the Jazz. He's an owner of. A, he's a billionaire owner of an NBA team, and I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to see her go to bat for billionaires, uh, and. You know, when he got hired, I was like, "All right, cool." Like, I don't want to be like, "Oh my god, this is the best move ever." And like stories like this is just like it just oh, it's it's weird. He's a weird guy, but you know, if he brings me a championship, I don't you know he he can he can have all the crying uh, gas station attendees all he wants. I, I just want to win a championship, you know. And so maybe lifetime free flights from Delta out of the deal. I mean, I can't regret. <laughs> No, so I mean I don't. It's, it's uh, I don't. So Logan, no, I don't believe that story. Um, yeah, he knows. Was, he knows how to. He knows how to pull this. He's pulling the right strings. Right. He's, like, cause, uh, like, like, how how long was the naming rights deal out before like they had the press conference? Like, uh, like, was he literally on his way to the Delta Center when when that happened? Because it wasn't yeah, very some, long. So, right. Yeah, some of it doesn't match up. I mean, there was the tweets the night before. Someone tweeted out like the pictures of it because it was on the arena, right? Yeah, and so and it's some like, spots, like, oh. but that does, it does it does seem strange that yeah. he just happened to bump into a Twitter follower who just it's just so weird to like it's so weird that they went and made like this press conference. Like it was a huge deal. Like okay, cool guys. Like and you know, like Eric Walden said, it's it's naming rights. Cool. So what? So what? So what you should have said is like. What should have happened is they have a huge preference conference that says, "Hey, we're selling the vets, we're tanked, baby." When Banyana? No, I mean, woo, I, 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 like, I mean, I, I would respect. Ryan, I, I would respect Ryan Smith more if he just didn't take any money from anybody and just just named it Ryan Smith Center. He's got the money, so like, like that's the thing. It's yeah. like just all the Jerry Sloan, the Jerry Sloan. Role. Yeah, there you go. Put, put, there you go. Put, like, put his face, put his face on the, the arena. Like, the, yeah, the, I'm just like team. you know, like I mean, cool. Statue puts it puts it next to John Stockton, like taking the ball from Carl Malone. Yep, <laughs> Ryan Smith made more money. Congratulations. So yeah, it's a um, waste of time because it's not hockey friendly, anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, day, Daybreak will get a hockey rink uh, at some point. Um, so guys, like, I mean, we haven't talked to Jazz in a while, and, and, you know, like, you know, we, we talked, and I was like, like, do I, we, none of us really want to be here <laughs> on this podcast right now, like, we don't have anything amazing to talk about the Jazz, the Jazz are, uh, still 500-ish, um. Oh, they, they lost last night, so that's amazing, awesome. Uh, I, is it? I, that's amazing, isn't it? I mean, it, I mean, what is amazing for the Jazz right now? Like, they're they're five hundred. They're they're going for that fifth seed. Um, I just I just don't know what's amazing for the. I mean, the, the they they don't have enough losses to get a good draft pick. Thirteen uh, seed or bust, man. They Woo! are, you know, their ceiling. I, you know, someone's like, oh, they're so close to the third seed. I'm like, cool. And you know, Logan and I were talking about before this because you know the I, the Portland game may have broke him. 
He's <laughs> like, you know, low, you, what you no, say? No, I mean, it has. It happens like every every couple of weeks they do this. We're like, oh, San Antonio did it a few weeks ago. You're like, wait, the, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> yeah. hey, at least we didn't lose to uh, to Clit. Um, the Bulls lost to Clit, so. Is that's it, true. I mean, we're just losing to. I mean, losing Michael to the Jordan game. legacy game. <laughs> but yeah, it does, it, does, it does bring my heart joy that as good as he, as great as he was as a player, he's been equally as bad as an executive and owner. <laughs> yeah, it warms my heart. Yeah, um, yeah, like so, like you know, you you're losing. A, oh, poor Michael Jordan. He sleeps on a bed of, of money and, and dries his tears with. Yeah. with uh, Hundred dollar bills. I don't know. Beat, beat the Hornets. Uh, Bring you, back you, the Bobcats. You, you lose to the yeah, the Bobcats. You lose to the Nets. Um, uh, who? I mean, they're coming off a of back to back, but I mean, they got the thing is that then you you watch guys like Kyrie. You watch guys you like lost to Kyrie by himself. Yeah, you, you you're watching <laughs> these teams that have legit superstars on their team, and you know this goes back to something I asked Logan a month and a half ago. Like, you know, and and maybe I need to phrase it better. Like, Laurie, he can be a number one. That's great. But if he's your number one, like is is your team a championship team? You know, no. Um, and that, you yeah. know, see, so Logan has Logan has come full circle on that. So um, that's third option, in my opinion. And yeah, like like and you know the the other question I was going to ask you, Logan. Like I now I think about it. Like if if you think Laurie's the best player of the Jazz, like how comfortable would you feel about giving Laurie a max contract, like taking up thirty five percent of your cap? Better than giving it to Rudy Gobert. <laughs> there you go. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like we get to because and there's and I again I need to preface this that I like Laurie Market. I've liked him since he was a bull. Um, but if you if you want Laurie Market to be your best player, that's that's good. But he's not in the same tier. He's he's not in the same realm as like having a LeBron James on your team, Kevin Durant on your team, uh, Kyrie on your team. Um, Victor Wembanyama, Scoot Henderson. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, th- those guys have at least that potential, right? Yeah, and I, and yeah. I, don't, I don't know if sure. Lori has that same kind of potential, and that's okay. Like, th- there are—I'm not saying he's a bad player, but there are some. There are other players that are just transcendent, and they're at a different level. And like we we saw it in the last week here, you know, Kyrie, uh, 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 Damian, um, you know, Donovan was at, almost at that uh, at that level. Um, or at least in there, Donovan, who's named an all-star starter today. So, well, all-star starter, Donovan. Yeah. So, uh, it, it is. I, it, it's depressing because, you know, how how do the Jazz get? An, like, I mean, the, the beat writer talking about now, like, you know, the Jazz just need to get a number one. Well, cool. Yes, yes, that's what we've been saying. The Jazz need to go get somebody to pair with Laurie, um, and it, it, it just. It boggles my mind when we're like talking about Laurie as untouchable. I'm like he's good, he's a very good player. Um, the problem is, I think the the tier of very good players in the NBA is much larger than the tier of superstar, um, you know, transcendent players. And you know that list is only eight, nine, ten big, and and most of those people are top draft picks, number one draft picks. So um, that's I mean, you know that's why where I, the conversation always goes off the rails is that. People think that you're saying you could only get a transcendent player in the top five or top ten, but that's not what people are saying at all. Is that they're saying that it is so much more likely that you're going to get that transcendent player if you play the numbers. But I mean, shout out to uh, Riley uh, Geisman because he he put out that article today saying the seven through ten picks are actually kind of a sweet spot that overperform. Uh, so hey, maybe uh, we can hope that we're we get a top ten pick and. 
from there. Yeah, oh, overperforming. Um, I don't know. Like Logan, how do you feel about like Trey Young as a player? Uh, well, what do you mean? I don't. I, I don't. Like, I mean, like, do, do you feel comfortable that the Hawks like Trey Young's their best player? Like, do you think, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be happy about that. No. No, I mean, there's a lot of reasons, like right, because the Luka Doncic stuff, and but like Trey Young was a you know, but you think he's a good player, right? Like, you think he's a pretty good player. Um, yeah, I think he's top twenty-five, probably. Like, like, like he has all-star potential. Um, but that's the thing is that like, so part of my fear is like you might find somebody at fifty because the Jazz have a lot of opportunity. You know, you know, we, we think there's going to be some trades coming up. And if there's no trades, like next year the team's going to have opportunities besides Laurie Markkinen, um, and you you could draft a rookie, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, and they're going to be talented. And just because they come into a situation where you know, you have the Jazz and, uh, you know, there's a lot of points and stuff available that you you get, like, the next, like, Paul George. Paul George, right, looked really good for the Pacers. The Pacers built around him, but he never really got the Pacers over the hump. Um, you know, the Thunder and the Clippers have tried. I guess my point is, like, sometimes you get these players who look really good and you think that they're, um, uh, you know, you put a lot of eggs in the basket because, you're like, oh, we don't need to go get, uh, you know, a top five pick because we have this guy that we got at, whatever pick, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten, and they look really good at the beginning of their career, and that at that point you have to make a decision if you want to, like, put your eggs uh, in that basket. Um, and that's why it's hard to be a GM, because, like, you have to make that decision, like, okay, yeah, this is the guy. Um, and, you know, like, Logan, we, you know, we, we talked about this, like, I said, I told Logan, uh, uh, or and when I said, like, hey, you, you want to sell high on your, your assets, and you know, Danny Ainge needs to do that. So this is a, a sort of the same vein. Like, if you draft somebody, you kind of have to, like, really size them up before before they get there because if you size them up incorrectly one way or the other, you're wrong. So that's why these GMs who are in their positions have hard jobs because they, they're trying to predict futures. Uh, like, you know, Laurie Markin and two teams, I don't know, gave up on him, right? The, the Cavaliers gave him a big contract, traded him away, and he, he's turned out to be better than... A lot of people think, but you know, I watch him and I go, okay, I think he's really good, but I don't know if he's transcendent, you know. And and that, it comes off as Lori Market and hate. I don't hate him. <laughs> I just I'm, I'm I'm scared if you're the Jazz franchise trying to rebuild, and it's not having a number one, a path to a number one, and that's where my depression comes from, Logan. How about your depression? What what about you? Uh yeah. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of ways to go there. I mean, none of it's too different from what you're saying, though. I mean. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't fixate on Lori the way you do. I think that I, I think he's a good piece to have there with you. But yeah, he's definitely not someone you can structure, you can build a team around if that's what if that's what people are getting at. And I don't know that too many people believe that. I mean, maybe my timeline's just been cleansed of that. But um, even well, if you believe he's a number one, I don't believe that anyone thinks he alone is someone that's a right in a LeBron type tier. But. I think his contract's really good. I still think he's young enough that he's uh, yeah. No, no one in the world's untouchable. There's like three untouchable players, really, truthfully. Um, but I, it would take a lot, and I think Danny Ainge is back. To, the, 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 honestly, I guess this, I'm going to kind of zig, zig here, but I think the depressing part is I think that Danny Ainge is back themselves into a corner to where I don't know that we're going to be able to do anything. Um, I mean, we saw that we saw the stuff come out for Brian Windhorst where like that one of the GMs was like half joke, half serious. Like if Danny Ainge calls, hang up the phone. And I think there's a lot of seriousness to that. And I think that's why a lot of these guys are still on the team because he's waiting for the, the, the massive deal. And when we talked last time, I told you, when you started laying out what the contracts look like, 
the Jazz don't have to move on from any of these guys. They have all these guys under control for like another year or the like the Kelly the Kelly contract looks even better next year because he's guaranteed such little money and, and Conley's owed less money next year. So he doesn't have to do anything. And that's the part I think that is probably the most I just wish they would go one way or another. We talked about make some trades to bring some guys in or make some trades just to bottom out. And they're not doing any of that and I don't know that they're going to do it all, any of it. He, I think he may be a victim of his own success to some degree. Yeah, and my, my worst nightmare is coming true. The Jazz, yeah. looking very, very five seedish. So, um, Jared, I mean, what was I mean? I, I know that you've um, been putting it out there. Anything other new that's depressing you about this Jazz team? <laughs> now he's on mute again, so we'll give him a second. If not, we'll move on. I'm sorry. There well, you. I looked. I looked at the uh, over the. The notes and different because I was thinking a lot about what uh, what Alan Zog said on the pod toward, toward the beginning of the year and just how he was talking about how the Jazz were going to win like forty games, or I think he might can't can't remember it. But I mean that's the mediocrity right where we're at is what it's looking like, and it's just kind of I, I don't know. It's a lot of analysis paralysis. Like you keep wondering, well, there's all these rumors about. Well, the Clippers might be interested in Mike Conley, and you know, because things with John Wall aren't really working out, and it just seems like there's a lot of really wishy-washy rumors going on around there, and it feels like the deals that Danny Ainge actually gets done never get rumored until they actually get done, because the Celtics always had the big rumor of, oh, they're gonna go after Kevin Durant, or they're gonna go after Anthony Davis, or they're gonna x y and z player and why wouldn't you trade jalen brown for Kawhi leonard and you know on and on and on and on and on every single offseason the narrative is over and over and it just makes you go okay well nothing's gonna happen with the jazz because i mean if it was gonna happen then it would have happened already because now every possible move i can think of and permutate has been mentioned in the media and so now they're probably never going to happen. Yeah. That's why that's uh, it's funny. Like when he came over, like that was the big thing. Like it's never trade Danny, right? That was his, uh, that was his um, uh, nickname that we gave him on the show. Um, yeah, it, it, I mean it's hard. I mean, like it's funny that we're we're doing a jazz podcast, and you know the three of us are talking about being depressed about the jazz. But there are a lot of jazz fans who are actually really happy where the jazz are. Um, I mean, I, I mean it's it's where they had expected the jazz to be. I, I think we all expected the jazz to be really low, like, you know, like maybe half the wins, maybe 10, 11 wins was what we thought they were going to be at this point of the year. So doubling their win total could be good or bad, depending on how you look at it. We're kind of firmly in the, you know, we'd rather them be closer to the other half of, the, you know, uh, more losses. But, um, you know, for, there, there are a lot of people who are, are pretty happy because, you know, there's a lot of future assets um, that, are out there the Jazz have like they have a lot of draft picks coming up and we're, we're, we we see the beat writers and yeah here's an aside of uh, you know one one of the beat writers out there uh, you know Tony Jones like somebody put out there like would you trade um, Laurie Markin for the number two pick and he goes he, he puts out there like oh hell no and then he gets to reply back how about for the number one pick so and this is what bothers me like I, I, that's fine if you don't think um, uh, the number two pick is worth Laurie Markin I respect that opinion. But then um, uh, Tony goes, I'm like, well, this is, you know, the number one pick's not really in play. Like, there's no way the team would take, trade the number one pick for Lauren Marcus, so there's no, no, not a reason to even talk about it. Uh, you know, e- even Scoot Anderson, like, number two wouldn't be in play either. 
Uh, so there's no so, so instead of answering yes or no to the number one pick, he gave this big long answer. But I'm like, you already asked, you already said no to the number two pick. So I don't know. I just, believe they call it moving the goalposts. Is that yeah. what that means? So, <laughs> so just it's just one of those like where again you know the, I, I really like the beat writers. I I, I talked to them a lot, um, but just one of those times I'm like, okay, well. Again, if, don't, don't get into the conversation if you're, if you're not going to finish it, I guess. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, no one's while while Victor seems to be head and shoulders above, pun intended. There, the, the rest of them. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, the, the, no one, whoever's got a two pick, isn't trading for Lori Markin either, though. Yeah, and, and, and you could, when, you, when you see Lori Markin rumors, even by the fanatical fans, they they think about trading Lori as like a another piece to the Lakers. No one's no one's trying to get Lori to be their number one build right. around piece. Yeah, so. And, 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 I, don't, I, don't, I don't think any. There's there's nothing that lets you move up in this draft. I don't think it exists. I think everybody's too right. And it could maybe maybe be some sh- some old like like shuffling in the top five. Like I'll, if you give me another first, I'll move back a spot. But no one's trading in. Right, 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 right. Yeah, to the top five or top ten. I just don't think it's happening. Mm-hmm. So and so like my 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 anchor was like, I mean, yeah. So the Jazz are stuck in the middle right now. So why shouldn't they go for the three seed? And I'm like, I guess I just. They for, are trying. They're not good enough. <laughs> yeah, like, it just—it just, it just You can try for the three seed. It just—it just ends in another what? Maybe a second round loss. I, I guess the, the, the thing—the thing that I don't know about is like I mean I don't think any of us anticipated how just mediocre the West was going to be. Like the West isn't—we <laughs> yeah. can call it whatever we want. It's not it's, that good. It's not. And I don't know if it's not that good because people aren't playing or what the situation is. I mean, because you look top to bottom. I mean, the Nuggets. The Nuggets and Memphis are at the top, and they've they've had pretty solid health, and they're doing what they're supposed to. But everyone else is just sprinkled with it. And you know, Sacramento's overachieving, New Orleans overachieving, coming back down to earth. But they've been without their two best players. It's like, are these teams? So I can't. That's why I can't get a, a finger on is or a finger on a finger in. Um, <laughs> I can't. I can't figure out if these teams. But they all. No one's been playing either, though. So like, is there a world where the Clippers have their full team and they're a solid team? Is is there a world where somehow New Orleans gets all their guys back? Like, I, and same same goes for, you know, L.A. and um, who else am I forgetting? Um, Golden State. Like, are, so are these teams just kind of just limping along, or are they all really that mediocre? And that's not that it really makes any difference because the Jazz are right in the middle of it all. But mm-hmm. I bet that's the part that just those teams at least have a path to like, okay, like while they're only five hundred now, there's some sort of hope on the horizon whereas i feel like we're like maxing out our greatest potential and yes. we're like number 10 in, uh, <laughs> in a, with a group of of 13 other people who aren't even really trying right and like and I mean, you, some some people can call that wide open i call that no yeah i mean gets it gets it um, uh, tweeted at me yesterday it was like oh the jazz are exactly fifth in net rating right like uh, in the West, in the West, and and that, that's things that like you know Logan talks about the game against uh, the Blazers, right? Like oh, like you know, there's there's a lot of those type of games that the Jazz, you know, they won a couple close games at the beginning of the year. They re- like we're, we're that that was so long ago. It feels like November and, Por- uh, and Portland really hasn't been good recently yeah. either. You October, know, like, November, but you watch it and you're like, they got Dame, okay. They got they got Simons, okay. Like they've got things. Even you still look at it and you're like, okay, we don't have any. Thing like that, right? Like, right. As, as, and you look at OKC, and you go, "Oh, they got SGA." In. I mean, the, the, the thing oh, I, Mark. the thing I always say at the beginning of every season is, you know, the first month, month and a half is like preseason. Still, teams are still figuring things out. Um, 
So so going thirteen and two or whatever it was, that's I guess kind of fun. It was fun. I mean, people had a lot of fun during that thirteen and two run. Um, and but it, I don't know if it means anything now here in the end of January. But a lot of people are still banking on that. Like, oh, like well, remember we went thirteen two at the beginning of the year. I'm like, cool, great. Since then, you've not been nearly as good. Um, there are flashes, you know, like and, and Laurie Markinen like dunking over people. Cool, great. The team just um, uh, feels out lost. Um, if it, it, I mean, it, no, this team feels as Logan said. The very you know they're they're sure whatever. They're there, you know. You know we're not excited to do this podcast. I'm not excited to watch jazz and it's, games. And it's not. It's not their fault. I think they're doing what they're supposed to. I guess my frustration comes from a leadership standpoint of wishing they would make a decision one way or another. Because I think yeah. the guys are doing everything they're supposed to. Because that, that that is the tricky balance. Because when, when you do watch them play, it is you do enjoy seeing them play and how hard they're trying. You see, and you enjoy seeing these different facets of these guys' games we didn't see before. So when you watch it, I can see why, and, and I do feel that it's enjoyable. But when it's over and those times you get your teeth kicked and you're like, okay, like this is this was kind of fun and cool, but like let's have someone let's have someone be a grown up in the room and like make a choice. Yeah, and that's and I don't feel I, like, like anyone's. I feel like don't feel like anyone's making a choice because the product itself and the guys are really likable. That's the thing too. They, we, I think we've all grown attached very quickly to a bunch of people we didn't think would even be on our team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it's it's just it's it's that when when it all settles and it's over and you're like, okay, someone do something here. Like you need to you need right. to step up because this is not where we want to be. And it's not the coach's fault or it's not the player's fault. So I, I can see why people enjoy it, yeah. and and I I enjoy watching it more than I thought I would when it comes to watching these guys developing get better. But it's just it's when when it's all done, you have a chance to like kind of rationally think about what you saw. You're like, okay, someone please do something, and <laughs> no one's doing anything. Yeah, I could even I could even get on board if you went out and traded some of your assets to try to get um, a John Collins or somebody else, and it's okay. We're gonna we're gonna we're, we, we basically know we're not gonna get in the lottery. We're gonna get, add another legitimate, you know, nice piece to our roster. We're going to just hope to get Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Lucky in the late, the late first round. Like, I mean, something, but this is, this is nothing. This is going to be like, we're going to be playing. We're going to be, we and the Wolves are going to be in the nine, 10, and we're both going to somehow win our playing games and get into the playoffs and have no lottery picks. (laughs) And um, uh, what what about like Zach Levine? No, I don't, I just don't like, I don't like that. I think, I don't know. So so, like a, a, a tier below, Expectation wise, okay. I don't know. I, I, so, I, I mean, think he's, so the problem is like when you're training. I don't like Zach Levine's game. I guess. Yeah. Is what it comes I mean, that's to. fine. I mean, it's, but he's also a good, you know, a guy that, and whether it's your personal opinion, but he like he is also good. But these are the types of guys that you're going to get, though. The guys that some people are going to go, ugh, like no, like because you know at some point they're going to be overpaid. Like Zach Levine makes a lot of money, and maybe he's not. Well, yeah, but I mean, Levine isn't going to want to be here either, though. I, I mean, at least Collins, from all indications, when you talk to people who are close to him, he wouldn't have an issue being in Utah. Yeah. Like, uh, the, the second Levine lands, he's going to be figuring out how he gets to No, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not just saying this based upon my own thought. I was listening to an interview no, I, I, with uh, somebody recently, I'm, and, he, and he may not want to be, but he's, he's a guy who's put up with a lot of shit for a long time. And I, again, a John Collins trade is not like it's going to reset the franchise, but John Collins, <laughs> I think, is something I feel better about as again another good player if you're looking to compete at some point yeah. in time right i like i like so. to trade him uh, like i mean if you can get john collins for cheap like not giving up a lot of assets or even getting an asset back before taking that contract off the hawks hand which yeah is, when i saw is, vanderbilt and be and even haven't come around on it, it's been painful but vanderbilt and beasley and, and again you don't know if there's any truth to that but right. you got collins for that and you got a first round pick i yeah. mean jesus christ I, I would do without the first round pick if you, if you yeah so me, would yeah. i because like the things that, that, that collins that's what I'm saying that yeah. type of player I, right. think, I think that john collins is a better player 
And that's why the Levine stuff scares me. I think the people, Levine included, think he's in a different tier than what he really is, yeah. right? Yeah. And like, uh, Collins he, is someone that you can rebuild um, his value. Um, uh, you know, there's opportunity in Utah. They, uh, I think we all assume that Will Hardy's a good coach. I'm, you know, I'm going to put an asterisk next to that. Um, and that, um, uh, you know, like, all right, cool. Like maybe playing for Will Hardy will unlock more of John Collins' potential. Um, no, but yeah, I understand. I like John Collins can get better just by not being with Trey Young. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So I mean, you know, there, there are um, uh, legit um, reasons to go like John Collins or somebody of the same ilk, like somebody whose value has this taken a hit, but we have seen be good. And you know, that's the that's the move you make. You you go and try to get somebody because I think the the uh, treasure trove of of draft picks. I don't think the Jazz are getting that many more draft picks. Just again, the the Danny Age being a being um, uh, uh, too successful on that. Well, and, and at what point you can't even have all that. I mean, that's the thing, too, is like, yeah, I mean, yeah, first of all, he's a victim of his own success. But second of all, like, that there's you, you just can't even house that many on your team. Yeah, you run out of roster Right, like, so, like, even, even, even their first, even their next... first round picks, you don't want to be wasting them on guys over. I mean, that's not even a thing we do anymore. That was the right. thing in the the late 90s, early 2000s, where you waste your picks and, and hide guys overseas, right? That's not even really... Gino Beely. Yeah, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, don't, I, I don't know. You couldn't even you couldn't even do that. I mean, you got three this year, right? So, yeah, exactly. So, staff drafts and like... Well, that, that, there's, there's a great question. Let's say the Jazz hold their roster still. What three guys are you dropping this year? <laughs> it's going to happen. And and that, that, that that's a... Yeah, because Doc's on the team because he's a fucking first-round pick. There's no other reason to explain it, right? They kept him over Butler and other people. That one's uh, that one's weird. I mean, it is. It is. I mean, Jared Butler not having another team has kind of proven that. Um, uh, you know, it is what it is. But um, yeah, but Doc, Doc, you think Doc's on a team if he does Jazz don't keep him either? Though I'm just, I'm just saying. That, I'm just saying. There's there's no way going into next year. Uh, let's just say just next year. Okay, I, I, right. let's forget two or three years on the road. Next year, you're not drafting three guys. Yeah, I mean, and you're, you're not have keeping to, them on their roster. I mean, maybe you can send some of them down to the to, to the G League for a minute, but that seems like really weird, right? Well, I mean, but so, so, so the problem is that if you send them, so with the first round draft picks, those guys are guaranteed contracts. So if you send them down to, into the uh, G League, it's like it's like Leandro Balmaro. He's on the roster. Still counts against your cap. It still counts. It still counts against your cap. Still counts against your roster size. That, so, that guy's like the team next year. Who? Balmaro. Oh uh, yeah, well, he's he's also. I mean, already. Kind, kind of like I mean, hey, not, not, not all, apparently not all the throw-ins that came in with that Rudy Gobert trade worked out. <laughs> so, you know, it hey, is. yeah, I'm not sure that what the difference is, but there's Ball Barrel, there's the other Fontecchio. Fontecchio. Yeah, I came in. So, so there's the two guys that are gone, right? Uh, we still got to find one more roster. Fontecchio's Fontecchio's got an, another year on his contract. Azubuki. Uh, yeah, Do- uh, Doke's the one that could leave, right? So that's one spot. Easy, easily see Fontecchio getting cut, and we just eat the salary though. Like, you would think so, but Rudy Gay is still on the team, so who knows? I mean, but Rudy Gay makes $6 million. Fontecchio is only going to make like 2 so. Uh, I'm sure uh, Ryan Smith is turning turning. his – I mean, Ryan Smith just got <laughs> – huh? Ryan Smith just made $4 million off some guy's tears in, in the Maverick parking lot, so, um, <laughs> I, you know, I was just – Do you think you – you think you bet money on the guy crying or something? <laughs> like a million dollars? No, he told he told that story and made his net worth went up four million dollars. Um, yeah. God, I hate that story. <laughs> like I heard that story and I was, I was like, oh man, like that that's when that's when it really turned for me. The like I I was pretty just didn't care about the double center name change until I heard that fucking story that Ryan Smith told. 
And I was like, ugh, just stop. Yeah, well, when I first heard this happening, I, well, when we saw the rumors, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then you like get up the next day and you see people like getting super horny for it. So my, my actual instinct is to be a prick. And so I was being a prick about it. And then all of a sudden I saw that like people were being even bigger pricks. I'm like, oh, I better back off. That's kind of mean. And then I saw the crying story. I'm like, oh, fuck no. All bets are off now. Like, you can't, you can't do that. The like, role you, deserve to be, you deserve to be shat on for that. Yeah. Did, who did, did you guys, the night tweeted about how ESA for me and my, my fandom was like the Delta Center for me. So please. You can be happy about the Delta Center, but please don't shit on my dreams of Energy Solutions Arena. God, the fucking oh replies were the replies were something to behold about that thing. I mean, just Your, that place was a dump. I'm like, you guys are like, I, I'm being a smartass. Clearly, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm being a smartass. Clearly, but like, the thing is, is like, if my greatest memories are in that arena called Energy Solutions, yeah. which is fucking stupid. That's, I'm trying to illustrate how dumb it is that you're excited over the name Delta Center. Like, <laughs> I understand you're all super horny because Delta is like a major Salt Lake hub too. That's probably what part of it is. Like, if it was like being renamed to Southwest something uh, else, American Airlines. Know, all I see is people post their fucking diamond status on this. If it was, if it was being renamed to JetBlue status, if they would probably uh, center, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, it's a Utah brand." Woo! <laughs> they should have put fucking. They should have definitely fucking put someone's name on there. They should have done. The 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 ESA is, is the Gordon Hayward of um uh, of stadium names. So. Um, it really was. I mean, my favorite. I mean, I've said it before. My favorite era of jazz basketball is the ESA era. Right. I mean, that's no. when I lived there. That's yeah. when I was able to really get into it. And Darren Bruiser, I, I memo. Fucking, I do remember. Think, I remember thinking how stupid. Like, what the fuck? We got rid of the Delta Center for yeah. energy, energy solutions? solutions. What even is that? Yeah. Nuclear waste. Yeah, but like again, it's not, it's not about. See, I, I get it. It's not about the name. The name doesn't matter. It's the memories associated. Yeah, yeah. Stockton baseball past him alone. I get it. Two finals losses. Yes, I get it. And, and and that's fine. Like that, there is there is some you know connotation. That is the truth. The most traumatic events did take place in the Delta Center too. It's yeah. very selective memory that they've had, <laughs> having there. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, like uh, even the greatest moment of jazz history had happened in Houston. So <laughs> that's true. That is true. <laughs> Oh man! So uh, I, you know, like it, it's so You're funny how ghosting the Delta Center is like ah, cut this stupid Delta. Don't sponsor us, please. We've <laughs> circled back to Delta Center. Like I mean, this is like uh, we we had a very through appearing like herpes. Yeah, we <laughs> we had a very little pregame meeting. Like I asked these guys, you guys want to you guys want to do a podcast tonight? Because you know Thursday nights are usual podcast night. And it's like the first time in weeks we're like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll find something to talk about. And it's Delta Center. That's, a, that's, a, that's the thing. Is that it's uninspired. Uh, All-Star game um, uh, coming in just a couple weeks. Like the week after the Super Bowl. Um, uh, Salt Lake's about to be, be um, a full um, <laughs> people. Yeah, it's going to be like Sundance Plus. Sundance Plus. Pay for the subscription. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, uh, the All Star Game coming to Utah. Uh, Lori Markinen not named an All Star. People, hey, look, look for me on TNT at the Rising Stars game on Friday night. Oh, that's Woo! Rising Stars. How, how much is that ticket? It's only forty bucks. Okay, well, that, that's fair. That's fair. That's a, you know, um, uh, I, I think somebody bought a ticket to this. Oh no, here's another fucking thing. Uh, playing the Maverick Center. Uh, <laughs> uh, Honestly, we should just be the third American Airlines arena. No, no, so, yeah, 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 right. I, I, one of them changed. Miami changed, I think. But um, oh, that's right. It's the, it was like the crypto or something. FTX. Or FTX. Something. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> fraud, fraud <laughs> arena, I believe. Close arena. That would have been the yeah. most amazing name. Um, but real quick, another another like weird Ryan Smith story. So he's giving interviews about the All Star Game. This is about two or three weeks ago, 
and I'm kind of doing some work and I'm listening to the interview. All of a sudden I hear, yeah, and a celebrity game coming. And this is what he says. I don't know if you guys saw this quote. But he said something like, oh, yeah, um, uh, Dwayne Wade and I are captains of the, of the celebrity game. I'm like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, I know it's a celebrity. Who cares? Who the fuck cares? It's a celebrity game, right? But Bill Dunphy are celebrity, right? Uh, okay, yes, yeah. Why is Ryan Smith the captain of the celebrity game? Because he can, right? Because he wants yeah. to be. Yeah, he's rich. Rico Suave, baby. Just, yeah, but no one else is pulling that shit. Like, since when do the captains have to be local to the team? No, yeah, exactly. Like, like Mark Cuban isn't saying he should be the captain of a celebrity. Like, and Mark Cuban's way more famous than Ryan Smith. Does yeah. anyone outside of Utah know who the fuck Ryan Smith is? Oh, my is? God. It's just... Oh, no, my doubt level on that is very he, high. Uh, he does, I didn't know who he was. He was Right. When he bought his team, like, who's this guy? I've never heard of him, you know? And everyone else in Utah was super horny for him. Like, yeah, well, I knew this was going to happen, but, like... I never heard of the right. guy. I know, just like if, if anything, if this podcast just goes down in flames or whatever, the one thing that um, uh, this is really hurting my plea to have Ryan Smith fly me out to be the the lottery good luck charm. <laughs> this is why this is why I don't get cool retweets you, you, or advice to sit courtside. The jazz will have. I'm the also lo- not a sexy female, so that's also part of what it is. The next jazz, the next jazz lottery picks gonna be like 2025 huh? or something, 2026. No, so what you have to do is get Aria. To go next level in her jazz fandom, and then we'll get <laughs> because yeah, because then then DJ Honeypaws will be all in, and then Tiffany will be all in. What you gotta do it. is you, you just gotta find your niche on the opposite side. You gotta be like, if I'm just like a a, 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 a mid level attractive male, I can find like, <laughs> a niche where people will love me because I'm a, I'm a never mind. I'm gonna get myself in trouble. Get yourself. I'm a, I'm a unique. I'm a unique part of this culture that exists <laughs> you're, when you're, really when really your contributions if we weighed them like objectively yeah. without that would be very like not interesting or exciting but do you want to know what your contribution is though people you have a cult you have a cult for roast beef yeah fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> i am dude, uh, I'm doing more for the roast beef situation than anyone has in fucking 10 years dude, I, arby's I, should give you a 10-day contract and i don't even think i can get that arby's deal here and i bet it's i'm sure it's only utah exclusive i'm sure i can't even get it here and uh, let me see what the pic- I mean, I mean, you, so you have the, I don't know, I don't know if you have the app, but I have the no. picture saved from today when I got mine, and it just says, Jazz app users get a free Arby's Classic limit, one per customer, participation, participating location, so you're probably right. Yeah, I just I know, like, when the Rockies would get tacos in Colorado, it was only, like, Denver area Taco Bells mm, or some gotcha. shit. Gotcha. So. So that, yeah, that sucks. Um, I don't want to do the embarrassment of asking for a free roast beef, and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you need to have, you need to have you know less what? shame. I, I, I'm pretty, I don't have a lot of we shame. We don't do that here, sir. We don't do that too much shame. That's too much shame for me. Yeah, speed out of the parking lot. I mean, our, the car in front our, of me, I might get blocked in. Our, it our, could be a whole fucking you, embarrassing you'd be like moment. T'cha- you'd be like T'Challa waving off the, the bow. We don't do I'm that. I'm crying. Here. Aria wants to know why she's not giving me a roast beef sandwich. And her dad's crying in the front seat. It's you just got to pull out your credit card instead of speaking. Two, two weeks. Oh, fuck that. I'm not paying yeah. for it. That stuff is disgusting. I don't want any part of that. Two weeks ago. Um, uh, two weeks I don't ago, want to uh, pay for it anymore. I'll leave it for free. Yeah. I think two weeks ago, um, uh, our friend, the real stabler, um, uh, tweeted out something like, "Does anybody buy anything else, or do you just buy the roast beef sandwich?" And um, wait, this- Mark Stein said that Ochai Abaji is part of the untouchable players on the Jazz. Interesting. That's because he's sexy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that man is gorgeous. Wow, wow. Dude, yeah. I don't care what anyone says. Can, they, people can get all horny for their Jack Sparrow, dirty Johnny Depp lookalikes, and <laughs> Jordan Clarkson. We saw how that story ended with people 
shitting on beds and whatnot. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but, like, Ochai is, like, objectively a very beautiful man. And there's nobody on the team as sexy as that. He's, he's got I good dare trip. say the Jazz, yeah. the Jazz have never had a player as sexy as that guy. Damn. He's fucking gorgeous. I think, I think Melissa Bogdanovich would uh, agree with you. She tweeted out, like, she changed her... Uh, oh, she's a, she. Oh, Jesus! Is she is she a boss? A boss now? So I think so. She, she. I think she. She got rid of her her Ochai. phone background. Emma oh, used to be. Well, used... here's what I'll say about Melissa. Unfortunately, if she had if, if her sex status was Bogdan before that, I just don't trust her judgment in these <laughs> situations. I love Bogey, but I like Bogey looked like all of us. Let's just be real with it. Like <laughs> Bogey was a very average looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> with the millions of dollars, I mean, yeah, he's the I don't know. Like, they're, they're, yeah, some NBA players might. Dude, like, he, people com- commented on his neck and back hair. Like, <laughs> that was things the women would talk about. I'm like, that's sexy. Like, well, I got something for you. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Like, dude, I've been waiting. Yeah, that's Honeypaw's all they need. Late, I can DJ Honeypaw's lasers me every other week to get that shit off oh, my God. neck and back. And these guys are saying it's sexy. Oh, like, so listen again. I love Bogey, but like. Bogey's not sexy. Oh, with, the, with the laser, I love I've it. I've got a very off-color comment with Bogey. I'm trying to keep... God damn it. <laughs> Anyways, I just don't... Uh, I love him. I love him. He's not <laughs> ugly, but he's definitely not sexy. Um, real quick, I'm, uh, you know, do you guys think Will Hardy's a good coach? I do. Okay. Yes. I, do. I tend to think I, I don't know. He I might don't be. think he's a bad coach. I just think that that's a, that's a weird narrative since the Jazz has started losing and saying, "Well, why didn't you put Walker Kessler in last night?" It's like it's not even. It's, it's not even. Coach, dude, you're not a professional. It's coach. not even like rotations. It's just one of those things of like we have not even a whole year of like data on what he, he's done. Like, course they they've overachieved, and that's. Well, I don't what, think he's a bad coach, though. I mean, maybe he's average. I, 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 I guess. I guess that's the thing is that like you know we say is he a good coach? Like, if you're saying. No, then you're then you're automatically saying he's a bad coach, right? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what, what kind of coach he is. Like, yeah, you know, maybe being top ten, like outside the top, like right around there somewhere. And so this is where, like, to me, I'm like, sure, but like we have this conversation with Quinn all the time, uh, right? Like, is he a good coach? Is he top ten? Is he like? I was like, does it fucking matter? Like, is that a over the hump coach? If you don't have if you don't have fucking Giannis or Steph. LeBron, like, does it fucking matter who your coach is? So, well, poor Ty Lue, he's got uh, he's got two guys, and just they never yeah, coaching. The, coaching the NBA doesn't really matter. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. I guess it's kind of strange because some it's not, there's, there's a hand there's a handful where it's like the spolsters of the world are like a huge integral part of what they do. Uh-huh. Yeah, right, right. But then other places, it's like they just rotate these guys through, like. I mean, granted, I think Doc Rivers is overrated, but Doc Rivers is always like on content. He's always coaching contending teams. Is yeah. anything special about Doc? I don't, I don't yeah. think so. It's, 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 and like, I mean, I think that Lou. I think that, but then on the flip side, I think that, that Lou definitely pulls some shit out of his ass. All things considered, and he rolled the LeBron wagon for a minute, which felt like okay, it's just LeBron handpicking coaches, which don't ma- doesn't matter. But then what he's done with the Clippers seems. Imp- I don't know. I mean, I guess when it comes to Will Hardy, though, I guess. I think there's obviously a bunch of over the way it started and the way we got really excited about it, a lot of us just hated Quinn. We probably overvalued him tremendously at the, at the beginning, and there has been some coming back down to earth. But I mean, I guess what I'll say is I feel comfortable with him going yeah, forward. And, 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 and that's I'm fine. excited about. I think like a lot of our players, I'm excited to see what happens. But I, yeah, no, no, I don't really know either. I think it's just it's too hard to tell. It's yeah. I, because we, we don't have that, we don't have that much data. Like, like he's he's been over, uh-huh. and and that's the thing is that like I I think he's I, I I think what you said is right. I'm comfortable with him as a coach. Um, I also you know this is, goes back to like just stuff I think about. Like, do I think coaching matters that much? Like, do I think Popovich is that great a coach if he didn't have Tim Duncan? We'll we'll never know. You know, I mean Phil had Michael, Kobe, and Shaq. 
And uh, I'm sure that, you know, once you get those players, you probably do need to get, you know, an amazing coach to, like, get to this next level. But I don't think it works the other way around of having a great coach and then just having okay right, players. Because, because we thought Brad Stevens was a great coach and he would always fall short and just couldn't quite coach up the elite guys that he had. And then you slide in over to, you know, his replacement, which is... His uh, replacement's replacement. Yeah. And now his replacement's... <laughs> well, his replacement's the finals, though. <laughs> uh, you know... You and know, now he's did he did he expose himself to his therapist? Nope. Okay. Did he? Um, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't think it was his therapist. I think it was his that's, a, that's a that's a that's a San joke. Um, <laughs> primo joke. Primo. Oh, yeah, primo. Josh Primo. Um, see, Logan. Oh, that's right. Primo. So um, I was gonna I was gonna go Miles Bridges, but my, you know it's not funny to jok about Miles Bridges. So that guy's a piece I of shit. That guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah um, okay. uh, I, I think I think in the NBA, but like I think this I don't know. It's just weird. Every situation is different. So, like, I think sometimes coaches included, we like as jazz fans because it's our instinct to do is to loop ourselves into like everybody mm-hmm. else. But our situation isn't like everybody else's. Like, we talk about timelines and draft picks, and that doesn't matter to Utah because no one's going to, if, if anyone's a badass, then chances of them staying longer than five years are slim. So, Challenge maybe a coach, you. maybe, a, maybe a coach matters more in Utah than others. But I think the issues like with the jazz was like, what you do see success with the NBA and the jazz are hesitant to do is. I don't know that there was a better coach now than Quinn, but maybe a different coach makes a difference, right? Like, and, and if it um, is, if it is, and this is a bad, more a bad example, but if it is Rick Carlisle for some reason, or is right. one of these retreads, or Mike Brown, like maybe their voice was just enough to get something out of these guys. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I yeah, I don't know. It's just it's, well, it's, shout it's, out to it's, JS uh, J, J, Jazz Fan seventy eight. That's like one of never his shout him out. <laughs> you don't like him. No, it you took seven time. No, I'm just kidding. It was funny because I, I he was he was talking about people taking too many timeouts last night, and we, we saw we saw um, Will Hardy take two within one possession, right? Yeah, and I, I shouted him out. He was like, "I would have taken three. And then, then, he, then, he, then, he, then Josh did reveal. And I love Josh. I'm just joking. He did reveal that when he was coaching, he would forget he had timeouts. So it was just ironic. That he was, it was the perfect example of um, like uh, armchair quarterbacking. Yes, like, and, and the thing is, like the the reason. Oh, we'll do a shout out first, Jared. Um, oh, my shout out besides besides him? No, no. Like, um, oh, I mean, you shouted him out. I didn't know why you were shouting him out, though. So. Oh, just just because, like, uh, well, that was his main talking point. Is like w- one of the things that Logan was bringing up is that um, he he didn't like Quinn. And he hasn't liked Quinn for a while. But one of the other things he said specifically is that draft picks don't stay here after seven years, and they usually only win on their third contract, which the Jazz can't keep. Keep them, get them to stay here till. So that's because Josh listens to the pod. He heard me and who talked about it last week when I asked who about <laughs> yeah. saying nope. that Wemby. Wemby's like I'll have, to, I'll, I'll have Wemby for ten years. No, you won't. You might. You, you'll you'll have him under contract for five so, and like, only play for four. Donovan Mitchell. So basically, so basically, what we're saying is that the Jazz can't um, bring free agents in. They can't draft guys, so they're never going to win anything. Of, of uh, that's the yeah, yeah, that's the sad so, truth. Of it basically, all. the um, truth. Bad um, truth is- but I'm a, like I'm a, I guess that's the reason, why you need to load up with the John Collins and you got to load up with all the guys <laughs> that are on these timelines, and then you just got to get the one guy to. That's that was his point is that you have to do like a Kawhi type situation where you're, we're trading for a disgruntled guy who's like the final piece, um, and it's like okay, well, well yeah, 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 yeah going to be able to figure that out. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know if we can trade for him. We just got to. You gotta draft him and get him in the first. You, you, get, you gotta hope that you get to Toronto, good enough level for oh, three you gotta years. Get, you and then gotta get, have, yeah. him, have him do a r- rookie quarterback <coughs> thing, where 
Um, it seems yeah. good until the quarterback gets paid. Got it. Yeah, um, which is um, pretty good with Laurie and uh, Kessler right now, honestly. Yeah, I mean, and um, uh, so I, I brought the the Will Hardy thing up just because, like, it reminds me of the, how Jazz fans are so reactionary. Um, you know, Quinn came and you know he overachieved his first year and he rode that with Jazz fans for seven, eight, nine. I don't remember, I remember how long anymore, but like we just kept saying, "Oh, he's a good coach. He's a good coach," because we saw what he did for that first year. You know, the Jazz go thirteen and two in the the beginning of the season, and we just keep thinking, oh, yeah, this is this, this are pretty, like, look, this team's overachieving. And, you know, they overachieved for a real good stretch, and now they looked pr- pretty mediocre for the, the next, you know, month and a half. Um, and sometimes we just get, we get these reactions, things like we see it in the first, like, week or two, or in Will Hardy's case, first, like, half year, and just already make that assumption without being able to change, change our mind here, so... I guess that's um, uh, why I brought that up. Yeah, I've got I've got a one Quinn thought here that I'm kind of scrolling through my notebook here. I'm not ever going to delete it, but uh, <laughs> Quinn quit, so it doesn't matter. Okay, that's, that's, that's fine. <laughs> get, get I just want everyone to think about that. When I look back fondly, even if you're a Quinn lover, he quit on us. Like, so why does it even matter? He quit. Yeah, he quit, and um, um, you know, it just but not relevant to you. I just got some certain exact jazz Twitter fans in my mind that still love him so much, <laughs> and I'm like, he quit. Doesn't matter. Um, all he right, quit so. On us. As as we finish up here, uh, Logan, best memories in the Delta, Delta Center. <laughs> I don't have any. I don't think I ever. I, I think <laughs> I think the one Delta Center memory I have is uh, you've met you've met Denver before. Yes, I've met Denver. So Denver, and I lived in Nevada. Um, he was a massive Allen Iverson fan. Um, so we got tickets for the Jazz versus the Sixers, and we were still we lived in Nevada. We didn't live in Utah, but we were, we were going to drive up there. My mom was going to drive us up there to the game. And Allen Iverson, like, he got to buy the tickets in advance. Allen Iverson got injured, like, a couple weeks before he was out. And so Denver's like, damn, that sucks. We're going to miss Iverson, right? So we go all the way to Utah. Uh, we watch the game. Tony Kukoc just, just, like, just cooks the Jazz by himself. Jazz lose, so it's shitty for me. And then Iverson is supposed to be out for, like, weeks Comes back like the very next night. Comes back early, but just didn't want to come back in Utah. <laughs> so it was just oh man, which, which is a great segue to like I just just imagine being selected. Like, what if you're only like what if you're a one time All Star and your experience is being in Utah? <laughs> no. Like, those, there's there's bound to be someone in the class who's only going to be an All Star one time. That's cold, man. That's cold. Like, I'm just saying that. Like, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm probably going to pile on a little bit, but like, you just. I'm sorry. Utah's not as bad as what. Some people might think it is, but it's certainly not L.A. or Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, or Chicago. Is it better than Indiana? I don't know. Is it better than Minnesota? <laughs> I mean, they, we don't, I don't know. Calls, I mean, Minnesota's got the Mall of America. Minnesota. <laughs> Their airport is, and they got a lot of targets. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Target Center. Yeah, that is true. Um, we should have a pod on what the jazz events are going to be like. Like, what are they really going to do? Like, I mean, if Ryan Smith is already the celebrity they got, they couldn't even get Post Malone to coach the team. <laughs> they had some stuff at the. Well, there's apparently. Um, sorry, Brian. I'm gonna gonna steal your thing. Apparently, there's a Midvale uh, Rays and Canes that's going to get Post Malone's face on it. <laughs> What does that mean? Yeah, I was like, like you're gonna paint his face all over it. Like it's gonna be like one of those cars where they put like a giant decal over it. Should be all star game? I don't know. It's <laughs> he he he, he, he apparently lives here. Well yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, like I mean, the closest raising right? and that's yeah. he yeah. closes canes to his house that's actually here. So yeah. all right, so 
So, do we think Chris Middleton... How are they going to fit all those people in the Grand America? Isn't that the fancy hotel everyone goes to? <laughs> yes. Are they yeah. all going to fit in there? I, you know, this is, yeah. Some people are going to have to um, uh, leave during the night, I think. Um, what do you think the celebrities attending it? Because like, usually there's a lot of celebrities there, right? Do you think they all still come? Most of them. Yeah, I mean, they'll, Hello, Mark. They'll, they'll probably stay in Vegas till the, till the night of the game and then fly in. Yeah. So, um, okay. So going back to Logan's point here about one-time All Stars, do you think Chris Middleton will ever be an All Star again? Oof. Jared, uh, Jared Allen. Me first. Uh, Jared Allen. Just just like a yes or no. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Fred yes. Lee. No. No. Yeah. Never again. So th- those are the maybe De- Deontay Murray. So th- those are, these no. are the these are the all stars from last year, <laughs> and they have Lord to. Marketing, but he has to live here. So yeah, I, I was gonna say th- those were the all stars from last year that went to Cleveland. So I don't know if Cleveland. I mean, it's probably better than Salt Lake, but it's also Cleveland. So yeah, I mean, it's not exciting, but yeah. I mean. Yeah, I mean it's. I think it's still probably better. Yeah, I mean there, there's yeah there's probably some other things they probably didn't you know Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. This is one of those things. That, so these are like so these are a type of one time all stars, right? We're talking about Andrew Wiggins. Oh God, I forgot he was, he was a starter last year. Fuck that. Andrew yeah, from Wiggins. this year as a potential starter would be a one time all star. Uh, from this one. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me let me try to look up twenty twenty three NBA. We don't know who, we don't know who all twelve of them are yet, but. Yeah, like, but you know, like, I mean, some people have um, uh, put out their like predictions, right? I'm trying to see if I it may, can. It may be Laurie, unfortunately, huh? Laurie, I mean, yeah, Laurie. I mean, he'd probably be the most likely candidate to be a one and one and dunner. I, I, I think so. I mean, because just, I mean, a lot of things are going right for him. So a lot of things. Because Sabonis has already been. Sabonis has been for the what last three, two, two, or two, two years? years. I think he's a two time, two time All Star. Not, yeah. not consecutive, but he's been two time All Star. Uh, Julius Randle's been an All Star. Um, like it's it's kind of funny to me that um, uh, Brandon Halliburton, Ingram, but he lives he's in Indiana, so I guess he's not like too much better. <laughs> yeah, like, like <laughs> what Does do you anyone like, know about Indianapolis? Does that place suck? Like, I, it seems I don't know. I don't really. I was actually talking to my my so I talked about my um, uh, my coworker Mike here who um, decided to go play NBA two K instead of do the podcast. Um, but uh, he he was like talking about like you know we're talking about places because he wants to work for the NBA, but. He's in like, like, oh, Minnesota. I'm like, yeah, you can want to live in Minnesota if you want, but, I mean, they have four sports teams, which is cool, but it's cold as balls there, man. Like, you think this Utah weather's right bad right now? Blech. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Halliburton. Halliburton are probably the, Halliburton's probably at least a one-time All-Star. Like, he's good, um, but it's Indianapolis. The, the problem is that you, if you're in the, in the, like, it's like Utah, right? Like, Donovan Mitchell leaves Utah, and the year after he leaves, he's a starter. Um... Yeah, like I mean, yeah, I mean, it pretty much blows the market thing out. That's what, and that's kind of what I'm getting at. Is like, you, you as someone who lives in in Utah is going to point out all the reasons. Is it worse than Cleveland? Is it better? Or is the market better? Is it not? Yeah. Like, I think, I mean, I I understand he went for seventy, and that's like pretty impressive. And and he's been better this year. And he has he been that much better that he was like he went from fringe all star to like surefire starter. No, I mean the vote totals show that. That's right. what I'm saying. There's, and, there's, there's, and, as much as we want to pretend like you're being unbiased about it, we're just we're not. And I and I get the same thing because I lived there for so long too. But it's just, it's like we're we're in a tier that's just like the only thing I can like really maybe think that's in the same category is like maybe Oklahoma City and maybe Indianapolis. Like it's mm-hmm. just it's 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 so far removed from. I think Minnesota's what everybody there. else is. <laughs> Who Minnesota? I mean, 
Did you? Does everyone that live in Minnesota? Um, I, I know a lot of people love that city, though. Is, uh, there's a lot of true. people who love Minneapolis. Ke- Kings Paul. loves Minnesota, so I'm uh, Kings. Kings. Well, I, mean, I just there were some people I worked with for a while who talked about it. Like for a lot of the, I don't even know what generation it is. It's a very desired place to be as Minneapolis, I guess. Mm. So, um, well, just because the wolves suck doesn't mean anything. I mean, that's a, that's ineptitude. That's oh, I, I, I'm thinking about the weather. Like the weather just sounds like just awful yeah. there. Um, okay, yeah, like, uh, and, and th- there are a couple places, and the funny thing is that, like, Lori Markinen got more votes than, like, Donovan and Rudy got combined last year, um, but part of it is that, um, uh, you know, Lori Markinen also gets the international vote that Donovan and Rudy didn't get last year, uh, which is weird, because... Why didn't Don, why didn't Rudy get an international vote? I don't know, yeah, like, you know, France... <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. France doesn't, France doesn't give a fuck, that's why. Um, oh, so, you know, so, so out of the, um, uh, people this year that people are predicting... I'm, uh, De'Aaron Fox, maybe one timer. Uh, it's it's hard. Like you, like you can be have a really good year, but can you consistently be good? Can, can you consistently be the best? You know, can you can you be Steph Curry? Right? Like there there are guys Curry, Doncic, Jaw, um, that are just gonna get you know the votes every year, and 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 uh, the uh, uh, and the coaches' votes and stuff. So. Well, because once you make it, you know you're, you're kind of on the list, and so um, anyway, yeah, those are just some guys that I saw that. I was like, All right, those are, might be it. So, uh, but the, here's the thing: so when you're talking about like markets and 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 how Darren Williams, when he came back for uh, the vaunted um, Delta Center un, uh, unveiling, uh, we were able to do some sound with him, and uh, our anchor asked, asked him about like you know the struggles of you know playing in Utah. And, and, and stuff, and he gave a very candid answer, and he kind of laughed, looked at Memo, and he's like, well, you know, look, and, and he mentioned three cities. He goes, he goes, look, there's L.A., there's New York, there's Miami. And then it's kind of, and he's just said, there's kind of everybody else, you know? Um, and I, I don't think that's a surprise, right? You know, L.A., New York, Miami, it's, it seems to be those, those are the three basketball meccas, but I don't know if there's any other, mar- like Boston, you would think, but I don't know. I mean, Boston's kind of in a, in a second tier. Chicago's sort of in a second tier. Um, yeah, this is why I always say there's like 25 small market teams. Um, but who knows? Maybe, you know, I, I mean, you, you, you can believe that and it's fine, but you've got to like recognize that there's even like a tier below those guys, though. Yeah, okay. I, mean, I, guess that's, I guess that's what I'm getting yeah. at. I mean, you're right. I mean, I guess there was three markets, but like, dude, there's like... Milwaukee? Like, do you think I mean, where do yeah. you think Milwaukee lands? Like so, so 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 let's say you know the top tier is LA's, New York, uh, Miami. The second tier is going to be Golden uh, State when they're good. Golden State, go Golden State, um, uh, Boston, Philadelphia, Chicago ish. Well, even Sacramento when Sacramento is good. So I guess any California team when they're good. Yeah, Cal- yeah Cal- that's Northern California. <laughs> um, so so we're talking about like you know. It, 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 Portland's in the middle tier. Yeah, I think we can agree on that. Portland, you know, probably. Uh, Memphis, Memphis got a lot of good food, good music. Yeah, Memphis. Not all white. No, not all white. Denver. Yeah. Den- I mean. Den- Denver, Denver. I mean, they got they got legal weed. <laughs> they seem to be very liberal. Uh, where, I should go Western Conference. Like, so we're looking for the worst of the worst. I mean, Dallas, who who likes Dallas? Like, if, if Dallas didn't have Mark Cuban, Dallas is a pretty massive market. Yeah. I don't know. I, I actually think Dallas like massively underachieved with the size of the market and Mark Cuban. The fact that they've never been able to lure 
lure anyone there is just really kind yeah, of bizarre. That's how hard it is. San, San Antonio? I mean, yeah. the, 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 the kids that grew up watching the San Antonio um, uh, dynasty, is, they're gone. Houston? Like, these, 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 uh, these Texas teams don't really do themselves any favors, right? So, OKC, who we talked about. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's all true to some degree, but I'm just saying, like, there's, like, 30 years of proof that it just doesn't, it, it, it's, and, you know, I, I was, in all seriousness, I'm not trying to shit on, like, Utah, I'm just saying that, like, we have to play by different rules, whether it's perception there is. No, definitely. of what Utah is or what it really is, it's, it, it's playing in there, and I don't know how much of it affects and, anything, really, but, like, Donovan Mitchell felt like the one guy who was going to stick around the way, think about the way he came in, like, yeah. two, oh, his yeah. first two or three years, like, this is the guy who's not only so great, but he loves it here. He's got a shoe contract. Mm-hmm. Dude, and that thing fell apart in a year and a half. Yeah, it was very quick. Well, I mean, and, it, and it, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll do our revisionist history wherever we want to <laughs> and pick and choose our spots. But at right. the end of the day, if they made Western Conference Finals championships, he's not. he may, may not be barking yet. But what I'm saying is, like, it just he. It, it seemed like that was, like, the perfect scenario. And it's still, like, it, even Ron Hart, like, the, there's the Ron Harper joke from the Bulls days, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, who, like, who it seems like everyone else has been able to buck that trend to, like, slight degrees. But yeah. I don't think that you go play Utah, in Utah can or ever ever will be. And, and I, I think the same things, I mean, we'll see in time. I mean, Oklahoma City seems to be doing something completely different, so it's mm-hmm. hard to know what they're doing. But even but even Paul George came back. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, don't, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just hard. And I, I'm not saying it to be rude or obnoxious. I'm just trying to be realistic in that. We seem to be playing. It's kind of like as a Rockies fan, I understand because of actual science that my team has had to play a different style of baseball than anybody else. Like scientifically, they just they can't compete the same as anyone else because they're because of altitude and the way a baseball flies, dude. Like it's actual. They have to just do something different. They can't build a team like anyone else ever does. And I think the Jazz are the same way. Like it's just I I, I don't because you have to deal with the small market piece, which there's. I think we could probably stretch maybe four or five teams that are in the same tier as the Jazz, but mm-hmm. then there's also just a really gnarly perception issue that just seems to shift for different reasons. Like, I don't know that it was in the Ron Harper days based upon racism necessarily, just like just kind of boor- a boring place to right. be, and then now we've got and some other issues that are a the, little more, a lot more sensitive. There's, a, there's a real reason why Utah, like not just Jazz, it's like Utah uh, residents and fans have sort of a persecution complex, um, you know, it, tied to religion, tied to a lot of things, but you know, it feels like little brother syndrome for a lot of Utah fans that, that we, we see. Um, and I'll tell you something though: there, there is one person who really wants to change that narrative, and that's uh, Mr. Delta Center himself, Ryan Smith. Like he's talked about it, <laughs> how, how he wants to, um, how he wants to, like really, like he wants to make Utah, you know, like. And and Darren Williams talked about this when he interviewed. He's like, "Hey, like you know, Utah's got the slopes. Like they they get all the tech bros. Like they're really trying their hardest to change that perception. You know, get another major league team here. Um, and the you know, white the white middle aged the white middle aged billionaire <laughs> yeah. wants to change what it is. That's, yeah, good yeah. luck. And 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 I know that um uh, and I know that I mean, it bothers um, certain like jazz officials." That um, uh, when when the beat writers and everybody talks about, oh, okay, it's like when you know they heard us talking about this, they, they would come at us like, like, no, stop. Like the reason that Donovan left is because um, uh, the beat writer or like not the beat writer, but people talked about how Utah's not desirable. Like that got in D- Donovan's head. And I'm like, well, if that's the case, man, Donovan needs to <laughs> to get a you know 
uh, you know, needs to tune that out. You know, he needs to make a decision himself. Um, you know, for a guy who's, you know, when he came to Utah, like, really loved it, all of a sudden changed, right? It felt like it changed fairly quickly, but it sounds like, you know, this is the rumors I've heard, is that um, uh, people were like, yeah, Donovan kind of changed his tune when everybody t- started bad-mouthing the state. Um, and that yeah, is... I, th- I, think there's so- I, th- I think there's something to that. I do think there's... I, I mean, again, there's a, there's a bunch of factors into it, right? I think there is... I think there's a lack of diversity. There's a lack of mm-hmm. things to do for people that age. That that's just the facts of it all, right? Yeah. You don't get the benefit of the great weather either. It's not as again not as bad as Minnesota, but it's not going to be as nice as even Phoenix, for example, mm-hmm. in the winter time. So you don't you don't you don't get that. You've got these. You've got a political climate that's very rough. You've got. I mean, there, there, there's a number of things, but I think you're right. I actually had this thing written in my notebook, and I deleted it a long time ago. And I had this theory that like. If it was, it was. It, I think with Donovan Mitchell, I've got nothing to back this up other than just speculation. One night, scratching those down, he could have dealt with one of the two. He could. He, the problem was he had to deal with playing in the, the 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 uncool market of Utah, and he had to play with the dorky the dork that was Rudy Gobert. <laughs> I, 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 I say that because that's the way a lot of people view yeah. him, and yeah. like that's that was too much to ask. Yeah, was to do both to carry to carry the water for both because he wants to be cool. Yeah. I think we even made the cool kid at the lunch lunchroom analogy once before, but like he does want to be the the cool guy, and right. like it's like oh you you played Utah okay that's kind of all right that's right. rough, Same. and then, oh you, your second best player is this Rudy guy like, uh, and I, I I know I'm hard on Rudy. I'm not trying to be that hard. I'm just saying like that's just the perception of what he is. Yes, by his peers, and so that's <laughs> I, I do believe that both of those things played into it and then a young a young billionaire with a very marketable like i I think i I mean all all these utahns if you had that kind of money and i said you could live wherever you want are you really going to still stay in utah right right or are you going to be living in san diego or are you going to be living in (laughs) new york city it's funny because like um, they talk you know like memo and darren talked about you know like it's it's uh you know how hard it was to you know play and, and try to recruit utah and those guys each have houses in california um, and yeah. you know, like maybe Darren has a place in Park City, but it's not his only place of residence. Yeah, he kept he kept a home. That yes, he didn't stay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like like these or guys he comes who, back in the summertime with his kids. Like right, that. these guys have money, so like they you know they probably spend most their time um, um, outside of Utah. So Post Malone's the one that stays. Cool, awesome, good for Post Malone. Um, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, and so now that we've opened this Pandora box. Right, like okay, cool. Not now, you and I kind of yeah, agree that. How the that, fuck did we get here? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what happened to Jared? <laughs> he he had to go um, uh, protect prince, princesses, princesses. So he had to leave. Um, but um, yeah, so I mean, the jazz, like you and I agree. Like, not only are there different, like there's a whole set of different rules that not you know, like not just twenty five other teams have to play with. Like maybe two other teams have to play with. It might be the Jazz in Oklahoma City, and maybe that's why their builds are so similar um uh trying to trying to do it that way and so we'll see if it works and i think this is something that you know in future episodes we'll have our notebook we can, we can compare like okay cool like you can't just do what golden state did because i'm a you know they, they weren't able to, you know they, they, they were able to keep their guys there for their third contracts which we don't think the jazz are going to do so um yeah so now that opens up a you know it opens up a whole new train of thought that we can kind of go down and i think it's interesting and you know when we come back in february you know the end of february to record again 
I mean, that, that, that's just kind of, I guess what I'm getting at is I, I mean, maybe it's the one thing I can talk myself into some hope in is that maybe the Jazz have to do something different. I mean, we just can't. I, I don't know. That's the thing is like when we, and, I, and I've been as bad as anyone on it when I'm saying, well, show me, a, show me an instance where this worked or it didn't work or here's how you do it. Like, I don't, like, man, no one has any, it's just different for us. Like, it just is. And there's no, like, you can't, like, I guess the one thing I'm really sensitive now is like the timeline. The timelines are relevant, man. Like, it just doesn't, it's not relevant to the Jazz. You can't say, I'm worried that these guys are on different timelines because I don't think you can count on a timeline for the Jazz. I mean, again, if you luck out and get a Stockton and Malone who were not, you know, I, I also later picks, right? Who just turned out to love it, the all timers. That's that's fine. Uh, no, we love it, Darren. Lo- Darren, love Darren, it. Darren was, uh, Darren was fine and been left. Right. Uh, like, I love it. I mean, again, Carl and John, as soon as they could, right, left the state as soon as the seasons were over. Yeah, that's true, too. Uh, and the contracts are different. And there wasn't much yeah, player. That, it's like, so it's it just, a bad comp. Yeah, yeah it's just it's it's one of those comp. things that, like, every time I think, like, stocks and loan days, because like, a lot of people are like, oh, well, they, like, even Ryan Smith has said it in, in that same interview. He's like, it just doesn't happen anymore. So the rules have changed. Um, yeah, do and, I think John was stuck around forever? Probably. Do I think Carl would have? No. No, Carl would have. Carl would have actually went to LA one of those times he threatened to do it. Like it would right, have, right, yeah. So especially if you can only keep him for five years, and he had to become a free agent, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah. I mean, I mean so the, I. It's kind of a weird note to end on. I'm glad we got that there though, because it you know something that like you unlocked. Like yeah, that's sort of a similar thought. Hitting, that the, I've had. hitting the mid notes. <laughs> yeah, leaving the mid. Oh boy. Like I'm, uh, how much do you hate that my predictions coming through, coming true? Uh, I, I hate it more and more as the season winds <laughs> on because for a while I'm like, yeah, he's just being so pessimistic. Like there's still time, and then like it just keeps dragging on. I'm like, God damn it. like just, like, just, it's just like the sti- it's just like the stick gift. Do yeah. something. You're poking yeah, with the stick. I like, know. Do like something. the Jazz are like five and one, and I'm sitting there tweeting, "Fuck the Jazz." <laughs> And everybody's like, is yeah. it, like when it legitimately made me so happy. People were like, "Is this a bit, or is this like, like how he feels about the jazz?" And I'm like, "Folks, it's both. Number one, but number two, yeah, I really hate this jazz team." And so, yeah. I mean, and that and that's you know, it's it's shown. It's shown in me not wanting to record a pod. Yeah, you know? I'm definitely not in the hate category. I don't hate this team. I like this team. I like a lot about this team. I just wish that someone because they're they're again they're doing what they're supposed to. I wish somebody else would step up and make a make a make a grown-up decision because if we are really going to be different this is this is this is the thing the old jazz would have done this is the thing that larry h miller and kevin o'connor would have done they would have continued down this road so if we are going to be different and try something different we need to move one way or another right and that's where we're going to find that out and was it like 16 days from now or something so 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 the 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 utah jazz are the the who trans of uh of the nba they're they're okay they're fine like if you had to, I guess. The who trans of the NBA, I love yeah, it. Sorry, they're just super me. Hey, how's how's the princesses? Depends on which position they're in. They can they can fuck pretty good, but they're not good in all positions. So. <laughs> You're like you know like you know you, you know. At you, least Lori's a generous lover, right? Sex yeah. god, no, but I got some. I got a couple good moves in my bag. <laughs> you, you, but, you, but do you? You're sex ton though, right? Yeah. Like you, <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't hide me from your friends, but you also wouldn't be like, oh yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't be telling people that we slept together. So, um, J Rod, um, uh, oh my gosh, oh no, no one cares anymore. We're all, we're all, we're all pushing forty now. Yeah. That was like some no, I just, I, I just thought that was funny though. Let me, that, let that. me, 
Let me, yeah, let me tell you how 40 is going for me. Like, I'll be dead in like a month. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Mar- Marnay, the Marnay's um, uh, corners, like, she, she'll, she'll drive you to Utah from Nevada. And she has a produce corner. So, um, uh, who wants to, who, who has people that we need to shout out here? Uh, we'll shout out to our guy, uh, Jamie Frotin and uh, Beard Grills. Yeah. Good, good fellas. Jamie Frotin, who will never be on this podcast apparently. So no, apparently he's out of uh, he's out of Utah until February or something. But I don't know. I didn't ask well, him. We're if the, he we're ever the wants most, to be on we're the, the most racially diverse of all the jazz pod. Jazz pod. Uh, hey, twos and threes. That, that I mean, is our claim to fame. We're thirty-three percent Asian. Baby. Yeah, twos and threes. Just the, uh, you know, the the there's white Native American. And there's got to be some Native American Jeremiah history somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, no. Apparently, you know, I, funny story. Um, apparently, when people say they're Cherokee, that's uh, like ninety-nine percent of the time that's fake. <laughs> I heard someone say that once. It's always their grandma who's like a Cherokee princess or something, and it's always fake because it was like, yeah, it's it's a long story, but I heard it. I got it explained to me by a Native American guy on TikTok, basically. Yeah, I heard it because he's a Cherokee. He's a genius. Yeah, he was a no. He's a Navajo guy, and he's he's spitting. He was spitting knowledge from his Cherokee brother. Um, uh, <laughs> Logan Cox, Dragon Squatch. What's the, what's in the pros corner corner? I don't have any shout outs. Um, Tejo Kim. Shout out Tejo. Yeah, always, always Tejo. Yeah, I hung out with Tejo and my guy Ro Mitch last weekend. It was a good time. Nice, nice. Um, always enjoy your roast beef. Oh, um, shout out to Mulholland Drive. Have you guys ever seen that? The lesbian scene is insane. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <It's a movie. laughs> Mulholland Drive. Shout out to Tommy Mayonnaise and Doo Doo Poo Poo Stinky. <laughs> that was an amazing find, and if you ever find something like that again, I, I will like. Okay, you know, you, on the what, 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 you know who tweeted it out? It was, what's the guy's name? Calvin Cowley Star. Yeah, he tweeted you, it out. He you replied to it originally at Spencer Kill, like, oh my and was like, "No more D-Lo trades." I'm like, "I'm gonna open this up. There must be drama." And I'm reading it. I'm sitting next to the DJ, and I'm like, "I'm like, I'm like, oh my god!" Like, the, look, listen this to this. This is real. Or poo poo diarrhea. And then I'm like, I did Leo and Aberino type crap. Tommy Mayday's was so uncomfortable that people didn't want to be around him. <laughs> he wasn't necessarily ugly. He was just a guy that you don't want to be seen around in the streets. Like, it's like, you know, I'm going to... The problem was the rest of the website's like legitimate. Like, it's a regular Minnesota website. So, back to answer your question, who? Yes, Minnesota is superior to Utah. <laughs> I don't see Sarah Todd writing any shit like that. Uh... Where's your Tony Jones at now, bitches? <laughs> then you got go to go to Eric Dime store woge, but uh, dime store woge. <laughs> dime store. I don't even know what that is. Uh, uh, hopefully, I wasn't racist. It's a ninety-nine <laughs> but, uh, place. Yeah, Logan, no, you, you gotta be careful, man. Like, um, uh, I do have to be careful. Like, um, uh, you know, I, I'm Asian, so I get away with it some, sometimes, especially when I like, hashtag cancel. Yeah, no, I forget because I don't see race. You know, I yeah. just don't see it. Sometimes uh, the most racist thing you could say. I don't see race. Um, <laughs> I think it, actually, if you swap race with color, well, sorry, it becomes a lot worse. More racist that becomes say that, way worse. Like, yes, when they talk about passive racism. Two things are as bad as I don't see race. Oh, um, yeah. But anyways, I was, I was, I was. I, I'm glad that DJ came in from the top rope and to remind me of Tommy Mayonnaise. But I oh, had a, I had, I had a rant about booing, and now I can't remember what it was. But obviously, I think professional wrestling has skewed my view on how on booing because you would have thought that like people were gonna people when the, when the Donovan Mitchell boo thing came up, you thought people were gonna be hurling 
bags of shit, AIDS infested <laughs> shit in his face and making him eat it in front of everybody. And then like, like they were going to give him, like instead, a, they were going to bring him in like, with a, like, yeah, they're going to burn a cross or something. Like it was yes. really bad. Instead uh, like, got an even like, better really reward of, of him losing here. And, and then, and then Dave, da- Damien for 60 people like, yeah, Damien, 60 on the jazz. Good job. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. No, I was kind of happy about it because because the the jazz lost. So I'm at a yeah, rooting for yeah, Tinkman, I, so. I, I can I can tell I'm softening in time though because I, I I did tweet a pull out about it. I'm like, if someone drops sixty, you're gonna go hug him and kiss him and be happy about it. Like, <laughs> I definitely there, would there, not, and, and who who knows this? Like that stuff used to drive me. Used to make me so angry. Yeah. And it was one of the reasons why I loved Kobe towards the end because I felt like he was the last guy who had that oh, fuck you in him. And he had the um, sixty on us, yeah. Yeah, but like I just don't. I definitely don't. I definitely. It, it was. It was more of just like a. It didn't cause rage anymore. It was kind of more of an indifference. Like, yeah, that's still weird to me. But like, I was kind of blown rage. away that only three guys had ever scored sixty yeah, or more on just, Jazz: just George Gervin, Kobe Bryant, and uh, that other guy. So it's funny, like <laughs> Dan Willard. Uh, when that came but out. Anyways, came boo, but, but anyways, booing. Like, just just relax, guys. Like, it's just booing. Like. The worst thing that can be is to be like no one cares. Like apathy is the worst place to be. Oh, so yeah, that's exactly like, why dude, I wanted if you're to be the hill, lean into Hayward. that shit. And there's also some people like thrive on that. Like fucking Kobe loved it. I can't believe yeah. I can't believe they booed um uh, Gordon Hayward through his um uh, tribute video. Uh, <laughs> did they give him a video? <laughs> did they actually get a video? No, he did. <laughs> oh, oh damn! <laughs> that would have been amazing. KSL Sports I, did tweet out a really funny thing about um uh, when when the Jazz beat the Hornets. They tweeted out that picture of uh, thank you Utah. West. Thank you Utah. Oh. So oh that that was a good one. That was a good poll. Oh hey look we're looking up Jared's nose. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the moral of the story is booing isn't that bad, guys. Just yeah. like take a just relax a little bit for Christ's sake. No, everybody love everybody. Once a Jasmine, always a Jasmine, especially Gordon Hayward. Ex- and let, yeah, except for Gordon Hayward, it's especially <laughs> especially Gordon Hayward. Um, that is really funny. Once a Jasmine, always a Jasmine. And the, the Mike Smith guy, whatever the other I don't know. Dude is that Didn't we give up on Freedom Cantor too because he? Uh, yeah, yeah, that I, fucker, I don't know. That fucker went full heel though. That was like. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that, yeah, that was kind of funny, boy. though. That fuck your mountains. <laughs> fuck Derek Favors. What did you say? Did you say fuck Derek Favors? <laughs> well, you know all, the women, all, all the women eight, were like, you know this guy peaked when he averaged eight, four, and three one year? <laughs> he was the prize hallback yeah. from the Darren Williams trade. Uh, <laughs> Remember that one playoff game when Rudy was hurt and we beat the Clippers in the first round? Derek Favors saved build us. Don't you remember? Hey, stop doing your impression of me. That's me <laughs> saying all those That's things. Everybody. <laughs> uh, Logan. Retire number 15 for Matt Harpering and for <laughs> all Georgia Tech they, grads. That'd be funny if they said Harpering slash Favors on a retired number <laughs> 15. We said this on the last episode how um, uh, when Logan and I were on, we were like, do we want to talk jazz? No, we never really want to talk jazz anymore. That's why we don't podcast anymore. We want to talk shit. We don't, and then we get on the podcast and we get done. We're like, all right, cool. That was therapeutic. We got to, we got to say some stuff out loud finally about the jazz. So, yeah, talking um, shit is hilarious. And booing and yeah. but um, uh, so this, you, this is what you get now. This is what you get. You get once a month of um, uh, hitting the high notes. We so. shit on the beat reporters. We shit on the, owner of the jazz. We shit on the state of Utah. Yeah. We shit on people enjoying this team. Yeah, Delta Center. We love it. Um, <laughs> fuck the Delta Center. I'm, oh, well, we coming back to I'm, it like three times. I'm middle class, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta fly, fly Southwest, Southwest Center. You have two million Delta points. Great, that that equi- that accounts up to twenty dollars. Tiffany did have the best. Spent two million dollars. They had the best uh, tweet about them. Uh, they're like when they said when they said Delta is back, and I think she said something like to me that sounds like I'm, uh, they're going to rename it. 
Southwest Arena, Southwest Arena with uh, one room dedicated to the Delta Center, <laughs> Delta Center, Delta Center uh, Banquet Hall or something. So. Well, I thought it should have been called the Delta Variant Arena because it's a new version. Uh, of the yes. that's hilarious. Yeah. John yep. Stockton would be at the party unveiling <laughs> <Yep>. That's <laughs> what we should talk about the All Star Game. Oh. They're definitely bringing John and Carl back, right? Like, I would think so. They're definitely going to be there, right? Because yeah. I've even heard him. I've even heard him on the little like the little NBA. NBA is doing oh, oh, their first game. Oh, Carl's like, definitely going to be there. He's already been talking about it. Yeah, I mean, hey, NBA fans don't like John and Carl, but Utah fans will, will never. Apparently, John keeps showing up at SLC Stars games. It's like the most random thing ever. Well, not not all of them, just the ones that his sons play. I don't know, he's, but he's been showing up quite a bit. Like, within oh. the last couple of years, he it's, showed up to, like, seemed like five games. It's, it's weird. The, it's, the, you know, it's the G League. There's, there's, like, what, ten teams? <laughs> well, he got kicked out of Gonzaga games permanently, right? That's shit. Yeah, yes. <laughs> they, they'll have like an, they an, will AI, an, AI, version, an AI version, yeah. <laughs> an AI version that's like like that Michael Jackson tribute where it's oh, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a hologram. It's like a hologram. Well, so you're welcome for people who still listen to jazz pod. Like I don't think there's people who listen to jazz podcasts anymore. So. Um, yeah, we should to, we should be we should be thriving. Everyone else quit, and yet, and yet nobody <laughs> nobody's cared. Nobody's asked for new new episodes. Nobody gives a fuck about what, what we're doing. So, uh, but for those for the for those for Marnay who's listening, you're for the welcome. loyal few for yes. Marnay. Thank you for um, uh, listening, and um, uh, we we gave you an extra long episode today. Uh, we we found the things that we loved and we hated. And we'll be back in a month. Mostly folks. hate. Mostly, Mostly hate. hate. Yeah. Um, uh, for Jared Brocker, go the distance forty nine, and Logan at the Dragon Squatch. I am Who Transfer Man, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank no. Two things we don't hate, or we do hate. <laughs>